Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Coming up on today's show, I'm delighted to have an athlete who's flying the flag, not just for Egypt, but for women's football in the region. The first and only Arab footballer playing the sport professionally in Europe, Sarah Assam, joins us on the Halftime Show today. The exciting footballer plays in the Women's Professional League with Stoke and is making large strides in the women's game internationally and locally. All this and more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show with me on Pulse. 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri, and I'm delighted to have on the show Stoke and Egyptian's finest, Sarah Hassam. Welcome to the show. Hi, Omar. How are you? I'm so happy to be with you today. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. Now, let's start from grassroots uh, on this interview, Sara. Uh, who did you grow up watching as a kid? Actually, it was my brother. Really? He played as a goalkeeper. Okay. So, yeah, I've always played with him and his friends, like, in the streets and stuff. So, I always loved football since I was young. Yeah. And, like, for players, I used to watch uh, Ronaldinho. Oh, nice. Brazilian, yeah. <laughs> and the fake passes and the fake, the fake shots that he does it. Without do it looking. Now. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I learned it Oh, amazing. And talk to me about family, um, Sara. What was their support system like uh, growing up, you know, as an aspiring footballer? Yeah, of course. Like, um, they weren't happy at the beginning at all. Like, they used to call me uh, uh, as a footballer, as an insult. The football player. They don't. They didn't like it at all. Right. Uh, they didn't support it because they didn't want me to waste all my like my time and my effort on something that I'm not going to reach anything in. Because they knew that Arab world, they, they didn't appreciate the game at the beginning very well. But actually, uh, when they saw me like insisting on like putting all my effort in it and want to do something different in women's football and take it to the next level in Egypt and in all the Arab world, they started to support. And actually now, like, without them, I wouldn't have been here in the UK without them, actually. Because they really, they're supporting now, and my brother and my sister, and, like, my parents. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm and, gro- and growing up, your brother played an integral role in your development. You know, when I did my research on you, when did you feel you were recognized for your talent and not for your gender? Uh, I used to play with my brother and his friends, as I told you, and yeah. uh, I used to, like, Boys, like I was better than boys when I was younger. Right. So yeah, and uh, they used to tell me, like, tell me, oh, she can pass like a boy, she can, uh, she can sprint, and like I was faster than boys sometimes when we were younger. And, yeah. So I, I realized that I have something unique, and uh, I believed in myself, and I knew that I can play football like any boy. Um, and yeah, and then I started to take it uh, seriously, and I wanted to do something in it because. I didn't just want to play for fun, you know. Absolutely. I always like to set goals for myself and targets. You know, and, and one of the things we talk about on the halftime show a lot, we discuss character and how tough was it to stay mentally strong, you know, regardless of the region you were in, which wasn't always supportive, whatever obstacles you faced. How was that experience for you? Yeah, honestly, you have to be mentally strong. If you, like, if you want something so bad, you have to sacrifice a lot and you have to mentally strong even people around you like even the closest friends didn't believe in you or they didn't support you uh, so yeah and it's just like when I was younger if I want to do something I love I just do it I don't think twice 
Because I know, even though I know people might give me looks and stuff, but like deep inside, I feel satisfaction. Like after I do this, what, yeah. what, like whatever I love, I just feel the satisfaction. And if I didn't do it, I just feel that I'm not proud of myself after. Yeah. So, <laughs> like I, I don't want people to control what I do and what I don't. Absolutely. So, uh, you, you were yeah, your harshest I, critic, right? What? You were your harshest critic. You were the biggest critic for yourself. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, yeah. You know, I speak to myself a lot and like, yeah. Well, that and also my sister, like my older sister, used to support me a lot. Nice. She used to talk to me. Very nice. Coming up next, we talk to Sarah about overcoming setbacks and bouncing back even stronger on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse ninety five. This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the halftime show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Uh, we are joined by Egyptian uh, Stoke superstar Sarah Assam. Uh, Sarah, the world tends to always focus on success, but what truly makes your journey exciting is that you had to overcome a few setbacks to play at the top. Talk to me about things like injuries and looking after your body during that period. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, of course. I have a lot of uh, scars in my legs <laughs> football. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just love the game. You know? I don't think of anything negative. I just try to take care of myself and try to choose a suitable lifestyle for me to keep going and keep like improving and progressing. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think about the injuries. Very good, very good. And having been part of the setup since you were 14, in 2016, you got some disappointing news that you didn't make the 2016 African uh, Women's Cup of Nations squad. Yeah. Talk to me about that mindset. Yeah, Actually, look, this was a turning point in my life. Yeah. Uh, because I sacrificed a lot in this year. Like, I uh, finished all my subjects at school uh, in two years. And then I left the last year to just focus on football because I really wanted to go over to women the African Cup of Nations because I had hoped that this tournament will let me play in England and let me like play abroad professional me and like hard work always pay off and yeah and it happened but uh, it's just the beginning for me I'm not I'm not saying that I've reached all I want but yeah I'm happy for now well see that that's a remarkable that you've used that turning point to be able to really uh, think in a positive light because you know sometimes there's so many things and obstacles that we face in football, but the fact that you used that to your advantage was incredible. How was the culture moving countries and adapting being away from home? Yeah, um, it wasn't easy. Like, it's different culture, different... Everything is completely different. But uh, this is what I wanted. Like, um, this is what I wanted all my life. And this is what I worked for. So, I like, I had to prepare myself mentally, physically, that it might get hard. It's not going to be easy. And uh, yeah, I might face a lot of maybe uh, racism because like different culture. Um, but yeah, I prepared myself and uh, this is what I want. So I have to push myself and keep working and find ways to keep going and keep improving. And of course, keep all the Egyptians proud and like all the Arabs and give hope to all the young females absolutely absolutely and and speaking of young females and those that look up to you how did your personal 
uh, lifestyle change in terms of nutrition and uh, and moving to a different country and adapting to that. How did how did that change? You know, especially from how in our region families tend to like to feed us. <laughs> moving over to the UK and in Europe, yeah. especially, it's very different. How did that change? Yeah, it was depressing for me. I love food. Like, I love Egyptian food so much. So. Yeah. <laughs> I used to eat a lot in Egypt. Like, uh, I didn't care about uh, nutrition or anything. Like, uh, we didn't really uh, do a strict diet in my previous team in Egypt and stuff. So, yeah, I had to uh, look when I started to come here. I, I, you know, like, I said to myself, it's just the beginning. I can see all the appreciation from... Like, I took the Arab Woman of the Year. I can see the appreciation and people are appreciating it and supporting me but for me like deep inside i know it's just the beginning for me like i want to do something big inshallah so uh, i i don't really think of um like you know i i know i did something really successful but i don't want to think about it i just want like keep it behind me and then look forward because i want to be better so yeah i started to do like strict diets i started to push myself even more I ask questions for all my coaches, like a lot. I ask a lot of questions. Nice, very nice. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, because I wanted to be better. I, I want to be better than the people around me and like my teammates. Yes. Uh, to, just to keep going, because you know, in in this country, it's very competitive. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and totally different. So yeah, I wanted to uh, like represent Egypt in a good way, and also be proud of myself. I make my family proud. Absolutely. They're really supporting me now and. Yeah, I'm so happy that they're proud now of me. And I want to keep going. That's amazing. Coming up next, we talk to Sarah about staying true to her roots, how she can also use her personal access to lead inspiring women around the world on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show. With Omar Adouri. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Now, if you're just tuning in and want to catch up on any of our episodes, just head over to Apple Podcast or SoundCloud, type in the Halftime Show with Omar Duri, and we are there. We have some fantastic guests covering all sorts of amazing topics such as gut health, mental health, and how brain management can affect performance levels emotionally and physically. And speaking about performance levels, Sarah Assam joins us on the Halftime Show. Sarah, we spoke about setbacks and how vital they were to elevating you to another level. Let's talk about the highs now. Now, last year, you won the Arab Women of the Year Achievement in Sport Award, which is huge. I mean, I'm I'm impressed all the way out here seeing you especially do that. That's very commendable. I'm so proud of you. How does that make you feel? Yeah, it was just an honor for me. Actually, uh, I was I was so happy. Uh, and it's something, something very big for me. And also to be the only Egyptian there. And yeah, um, I was very happy with that appreciation. And like uh, it really means a lot, like to appreciate the woman, the Arab woman. And, like it's something very big, and to, it will keep us going and like do better. Because yeah, we need this, we need this like appreciation. We need this to keep going. Yeah. So it really helps. Yeah. Yeah, and on the pitch, you also won the Golden Boot Award, scoring 12 out of 12. Now, when you really? achieve this goal, how do you reset your goals for the next season? Yeah, as I told you, I try not to think about it a lot. Of course, like um, I, I really I get happy and proud and start hard work pay off. And, but I try to like move to the next, like to the next thing. 
Yeah. Like for example, when you play a match and you won the three points, now you think of the, the next match. Absolutely. Don't just uh, think of this three points like for your whole life. Just to keep going, because like of course I have many dreams. I have lots of things that I I want to do. I want to achieve. Absolutely. Do you do you watch certain players and model your own attributes on them? Uh, I watch a lot of players. I watch a lot of uh, big clubs. I learn from them. I like the performance. I I learn from them like their attitude often on the pitch, yes. the communication, the way they communicate with each other. Yes. And of course, as we can see now, like Mohamed Salah is an iconic now for like all the editions and Arabs. So yeah. yeah, I watch him a lot. Do you get Do you get comparisons in the women's game with Mohamed Salah? <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> because he signed he signed with Liverpool the same time as I signed with Stoke. Right. So both of us like were playing at the same time and started in UK at the same time. Yeah. So then when they started to uh, do the song like uh, Mo Salah, running down the wing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he started to sing it for me as well. Really? So, yeah. Oh, Sarah, I did think and like it really motivated me. Like. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Nice. That's so good to hear. Yeah. You know, I'm super I excited. Myself, uh, double. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm super excited. You know, for you and 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 what's coming up and and Congo 2020 is is just around the corner. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm so happy that uh, our president in his speech a few months ago mentioned our women's football to must be back. Yeah, because we haven't participated in any tournament for more than two years. So uh, it was a shock. <laughs> yes. Because yeah, Egypt is a new, like, is a big country, and we have to keep going. But uh, since the tournament that I told you, I didn't participate in. They just started to uh, join any tournament and stopped all the women's uh, national team Egypt. Right. So yeah, uh, because um, yeah, and that's it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm happy that um, LCC, the president, mentioned the women's football. And um, the British ambassador in Egypt as well. I spoke to him a few months ago before CC nice. in his speech, and I told him like we must bring the national team back. Yeah. Because as we can see now, like Saudi Arabia, they started to have women's uh, league. Yes, absolutely. They, yeah, <laughs> like all the Arab countries started to focus on women's football more. So yeah, um, I'm happy and I'm waiting uh, and looking forward to participating in this tournament and hopefully have a good impact to the team. Well, next year, inshallah, I'd love to catch up and hear you tell me all about the success of being the first Egyptian female team to qualify for the World Cup. We'll be sending you great energy and vibes uh, from here at the Halftime Show. And coming up next, we put Sara through the fire round where we get to know her a little bit better. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. is the halftime show with Omar Adouri Welcome back to the halftime show now me and Sarah have become good friends on the show and because we become good friends it's only right I put her through the fire round now the fire round is basically the fun part of the show where we ask you fun things and get to know what you really like now these kind of things has to be maximum one sentence. It could be even a word. Are you ready for this? Okay, I'm ready. Are you sure? <laughs> I am sure. <laughs> okay. I love okay, awesome. What's the last song you heard? <laughs> okay. What color is your toothbrush? My toothbrush is gray. Gray and white. <laughs> okay. Who is your favorite footballer? My favorite footballer? Uh, after me or like Sarah uh, Tom after me. <laughs> <laughs> I like after that. <laughs> Uh, Mo Salah, because Mo Salah. he's making us proud now. And because he's running down the wing. 
Black Star SM. Two, I'm <laughs> okay. The other way. Okay. Four four two or four three three. Four three two one. Four three two one. Yes. <laughs> now you're switching up. I love it. No, okay. it's a good formation, by the way. I'm, I know. I'm being serious. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. Now, um, how about who's your favorite coach? Um, Hassan Shahata. Hassan Shahata. He used Shahata. to uh, coach Egypt. Yep. And he won the African Cup of Nations. Uh, Absolutely. Times, I think or four, if I'm not wrong. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Favorite cheat meal. Uh, any Lebanese food. Any R- Lebanese food. Really? <laughs> yes, I love Lebanese I thought you were going to say something like kushari or something. Uh, yeah, pageants maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mo Salah or Abu Treka? Uh, no, this is one is hard. <laughs> Both of them. Like, maybe Salah achieved more. Uh-huh. Like, uh, he's uh, one of the best players in the world. Yeah. But Abu Treka as well, like... Um, yeah, you can't compare. Both. Oh, you see? <laughs> this fire round's getting hot now, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll let you off with that one. Would you prefer to win the Champions League or the Premier League? Champions League, of course. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, Pep Guardiola or Jurgen Klopp? Uh, Jurgen Klopp. Social media, yay or nay? Uh, in the middle, you yeah. know. <laughs> that, we call that when sitting focus, on the fence. When you focus on it too much, <laughs> it's uh, nay. <laughs> okay, nice. You're 1-0 up. Now, here's a scenario for you, Sarah. I'm so interested to watch you play in the next couple of games. But this is a scenario I'm going to put you in because you know your football. You're 1-0 up and the other team is through on goal. There's five minutes left and you're the last defender. The player is through on goal. What do you do? Uh, tackle, like tackle on the ball. And What if you can't tackle on the ball? No, 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 I can't. Do you foul uh, the like player I, I, or do you let the you player know, run you know, and trust your I goalkeeper? I give all, all my heart out to the game. I like that. I like that. You did answer the question, but I like <laughs> Okay. I'll What's... tackle. I'll just tackle and like... Just uh, go for it. I'll tackle the ball. Okay, okay. I'm fast. So what's... I can tackle the ball and I'm strong as well. I like that. Okay. What's, what's your dream club to play for? I'm just focusing on my current club right now. Like Stoke City Women. This is what I'm focusing Good on. And, uh, my dream club... Uh, I don't want to say I don't know It Good. starts with a B It starts with a B Okay I'll try and fill up The Barcelona Okay um, <laughs> <laughs> One message To a younger virgin Of Sara Um Keep going uh, All the people That are not supporting you now uh, Will come and greet you At the end And uh, to uh, Anybody that lets you down uh, Believe in yourself Be confident um, and yeah, make your family proud, make all the Egyptians proud of you and just focus on your path and don't let anything like, come on your way and let you down. Amazing message. Uh, Sara, you have you survived. You make me cry now. <laughs> you know, I wanted to You're end up on You're reminding me of a lot of things, you know. This is good. This is good. This means that the interview is exactly what I wanted. You've survived <laughs> and that is full time on the Halftime Show. Sara, you've been a great guest. Honestly speaking, I pray and wish you all the success for your club as a person uh, the role model that you stand for a lot of aspiring women around the world for me as a coach it's in safe hands because it has people like you leading the line i'm so happy you came on the halftime show and uh, i can't wait to meet you in person and actually watch you play live in person soon yeah. i want to be coached by you Omar. thank you so much thank you so much thank it's you so be- much Omar, and i was really happy to be with you today and thank you for hosting me and uh, i'm so happy to be with the 
halftime show. Thank you, thank you so much. I will definitely, uh, definitely be in touch with you. But I also want the halftimers, which are the people that listen to the show week in week out. I want them to follow you. So where can they find you on social media? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the Instagram. You have it. You, you like you text me on this. And there's on Twitter as well. Yep. Same yep. name. It's Sara Isam six four. Right, so for everyone listening in, guys, I want you to follow this international uh, amazing footballer at Stoke and the Egypt national team. Her, uh, For those that could hear, her uh, social media is Sara Esam 64 is that correct? Yeah, S-A-R-A-H-E-S-S-A-M-64. And that is Full Time on the Halftime Show. Sara, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Omar. It was um, very honored to be with you today. Pleasure, pleasure. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.